So, Aaron, I don't know if I told you this, but back in, I think it was 2016, Mm -hmm. I'm in a band called The Fancy and The Functional. I knew that part. I was at one of your gigs. What? what? Haven't you been at multiple gigs? Um, I went to the church that one morning, and then I was at the pizza place. Yeah, you've been at multiple gigs. Multiple gigs. Nice. Thanks. And then really, like, your band played, like, at your wedding. That counts. That's true. I mean, true. you weren't playing at the wedding because you were in the wedding because it was right. your wedding. Mm-hmm. I've heard the, um, I'm basically a groupie. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But anyway, in 2016, I think we maybe had, like, one, like, actual gig with Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then some people in the band had the, it was a great idea, like, just have some people over to, um house it was one of our parents houses you know a bigger house uh, a nice space and do like a potluck and then the band would perform and then we kind of like ended it with carols and at one point so like i'm into it you know like i dressed up i'm wearing a green turtleneck (laughs) i have like a white sweater vest with like fuzzy spots and like snowflake Uh sequins on it i'm feeling it and you know i had i'd purchased um sleigh bells (laughs) <laughs> I think they were for, like, your wrist, but they didn't quite fit. Okay. So I attached them with carabiners and ponytails to my legs so that I could, like, <laughs> stomp in place and just do that. <laughs> and for fun that year, I had, like, printed out the the chords and stuff for last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was learning to play it on the accordion because it just sounded really cool to get that, like, just the driving eighth note beat of the song. But after, like, it's kind of frustrating on the accordion because, like, I would, like, miss the button and be like, sorry, wrong chord, sorry, wrong chord again. <laughs> so, like, my friends took over and I just started, like, belting it out. I just sang the chorus a bunch and it was, like, super fun. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's great. It gets stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. I wonder, should we take a bet over under how many times we're going to start singing that song <laughs> during this podcast? <laughs> now showing the all my movies podcast please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show hi this is mary and this is aaron and this is the all my movies podcast this is season two and in season two we are profiling dame emma thompson's movies Mm-hmm. So we're just getting started. I think this is our fourth one. Oh, I feel like it's five or six, right? Is five it five? Or six? Oh my gosh. Well, let's count it out. Uh, Sense, Sense and Sensibility, Saving Mr. Banks, mm-hmm. uh, Late Night, Late Night, Prisoner of Azkaban. So this is and five. The, today's feature number five is Last Christmas, mm-hmm. a holiday, uh, ro- romantic. It's- Comedy question twist? <laughs> <laughs> Undefinable, I think, that this movie yeah. is. Yeah. But we're going to talk a lot about this movie. Uh, maybe not so much the plot, because we both saw it a long time ago, and then we're too like cheap to, to rent it now. So <laughs> this is our six-month remembrance yes. of when we watched this movie. We have refreshed with clips. We watched some some deleted scenes. We watched some... I watched the trailer a couple mm-hmm. of times, read the IMDb summary. You guys are just getting our, our best game right now, I would yes. say. Yes. <laughs> 
but before we dive into all the good stuff that is last Christmas, mm-hmm. we like to play the little game of degrees of separation between Emma, who is our second season profile, versus Sandra Bullock, who is who we profiled in season one. So, Mary, how many degrees of separation can we get from Emma Thompson in this movie to Sandra Bullock? Aaron, we can do it yes. in one. One degree. What? Yep. The director, Paul Feig, also directed Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy in The Heat. I feel like you'd have a lot of connections with Paul Feig because he directed a bunch of Office episodes. And like Freaks and Geeks. Fun facts about Paul Feig, I guess. There you go. He's got a lot of good comedies. He was also in um, Heavyweights. Remember, was... He's the other counselor. Remember? Because there it's was like a, a heavy counselor and then a skinny counselor. Tom or Tim or something like that. And the, the, he, at the dance at mm-hmm. night when they play the one song, like he like goes crazy with his dance moves. That's mostly what I remember him from. I feel like I maybe saw it once at like a USF event because your brother was the head of the activities. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's just what, I, I do kind of like it that everything that was like important in our childhood and yeah. adolescence, we just forced on everybody else in college. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play this on the side of the Stewart Center and eat popcorn. You coming? Okay. Look, we liked this when we were 10. You're going to like it when you're 20. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Erin, should we watch the trailer? Oh my gosh, yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited to watch 30 seconds of this trailer. Oh, you! Again. What do you mean again? Did you follow me here? Are elves always so cynical? Yes, relentlessly, these are dark times. I'm Tom. Kate? Last Christmas. Here we are. This is it where you murder me. So what is it that you do? I sing. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, boring, boring, boring. I'm not bored. Oh my gosh, Mary, was that not a good trailer? Such a good trailer. I mean, it, I think I it made it. me want to watch the movie. And- I want to watch it again. Mary, why don't you uh, refresh our memories with a little uh, Twitter summary about what this movie was about? Yes. And I'm just going to remind everyone that in this movie, Emma is a double threat. So just a heads up. <laughs> Emma lends a pen to a feel good Christmas rom com. One part Return to Me, one part The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Amelia Clark and Henry Golding's Too Good to Be True Romance warms the heart. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or does it? Does I don't it? know. Does it, Would you does it? Now, uh. initial reactions. We're going to give you a little background because, Mary, we saw this movie together in theaters. Uh-huh. What? What? In, like, a different city. In a different city. We, Mary and I went on a little um, nerd road trip, I guess, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we met up in Minneapolis. And we went to Galaxy Con, <laughs> what, what? which is basically the Comic Con of uh, Minnesota, <laughs> the Twin Cities. Yep. The big draw that year, or last year, was Doctor Who people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Karen Gillan was gonna be there. David Tennant was gonna come, but oh. then something. Did he have a baby or something? He had a baby. So he was like gonna c- join in via but Skype. Christopher Eccleston was there. Oh, that's David right. Batista. Christopher Eccleston. There was a lot of good people there. But, yes, it was a very fun weekend. Uh, we were, we only yes. were there for a couple of hours, and we were, again, low-key dressed up. I was a river song, basically because I have curly hair. <laughs> and I was Donna Noble because I have red hair. So it was really so. like a built-in costume. We just wore normal <laughs> clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donna Noble has an episode where she wears, like, business casual 
yeah exactly clothes. so it's like i will be that donna noble perfect there was a lot of amazing costumes um mm-hmm. there was uh yes a lot of great guests we sneakily stared at celebrities um yep which was very very fun and really i kind of feel like the whole we kind of had this whole great plan we were going to go to galaxy con and then also go see last christmas because yes. emma this was even before we had decided upon Emma as our next person mm-hmm. months ago. We already liked her. We already liked her. I think, I'm not sure why we really focused on it, but we were very much like, we are going to this movie. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. I think we're very much like Anglophiles, though. Like, obviously, That's we like true. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And this is a movie coming from, I don't know, some cool British actors. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Henry Golding British? I don't really know. Uh, he has a British accent. And you'd seen some of Henry Golding's stuff. I liked Amelia Clark from... Um, return to me. Me before, me before you. you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, too many movies, guys. Too many too movies. Many movies. Many and books. Movies. And, ah. Um. Yes, I had seen Henry Golding in Crazy Rich Asians, which then we turned this whole weekend into a Henry Golding mini marathon. Yes. Whereas when we came home from last Christmas, came back to the hotel from last Christmas, we watched mm-hmm. Crazy Rich Asians and ate snacks and ate snacks, and it was delightful. It was so fun. <laughs> we were like in this really like fun, funky hotel downtown mm-hmm. it had alexa in the room it had alexa in the, which we repeatedly asked it to play wham songs <laughs> uh so it was a very enjoyable so i feel like a lot of my feelings towards this movie like revolve around the happiness that we had that weekend it was so fun uh we went with your aunt and cousin and it was just like yeah. kind of this family it was christmasy it was november time you know mm-hmm. so i think we were just feeling and my very... cousin's like not into like romancy movies mm-hmm. that much so like it was just funny to, for like her reaction to be the opposite of everyone else it was else. so fun going with her <laughs> so fun she just makes me laugh so mm-hmm. i think a lot of my reaction to this is positive because i was very excited to go Emma Thompson, of course, is amazing in it. She plays Amelia Clark's mm-hmm. mother, who is uh, a Yugoslavian immigrant. Uh, oh, I thought it was Croatia. No, it's Yugoslavia. Because that's what it says Whoops. at the beginning of this. Christmas opens, y- Yugoslavia. So uh, Emma Thompson has a great Yugoslavian accent. Um, yes. And she's not in it, like, a whole, whole lot. She's definitely not the main character. But she's got a lot right. of great moments um, and has... You know, is trying to be there for her daughter who is going through a hard mm-hmm. time, which we'll get to later. But so my yeah. initial reaction is that I liked it and that I would definitely watch it again. And my other initial reaction was that it could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I did not realize, like, what a lame person I am. But whenever I, like, watch a movie or a show or read a mm-hmm. book, at the end... I need the people to be together. If there was a romance, mm. I'm a very, this is a very, like, low level, uh, I'm a very, I don't know what to say. you basic? <laughs> I need the two, the man and the woman to be together at the end. No, I think I feel that. A, a large part of this is, is ghost related. <laughs> so, I just feel like we needed a little more understand i'm also a stickler for the rules so i needed Mm. a little bit more understanding of like why he was there when he was there could other people see him so why was it those times he showed up and all that yeah so i needed something a little bit more to fill out i thought her character was like you understood why she was like that you understood why her parents Mm -hmm. was like that i needed more about him and he really wasn't in it as much so i just feel like 
tell us more about the handsome man. I'm yeah. very shallow. So, okay, your initial reaction. Mary. Yeah, I think very similar because, mm-hmm. like we said, it was just a fun getaway where it was just, like, a lot of media, like, TV shows, movies, all coming at us. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just fun to go out, hang out, and then go see a great movie and eat popcorn. I think we got snacks we on totally this one. We totally got snacks. Bef- we splurged. Beforehand, we had gone to the, the brewery downstairs of the hotel yeah. and got pretz. That sounds right. I think we got, like, a warm warm pretzel (laughs) Uh, while we waited for your aunt to come pick us up. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely think you're right. It was, like, the atmosphere. It was, like, fun. Like, when do you ever really go to a movie in a different city? But, like, that was, like, a purpose of why we were there to go Mm -hmm. to this movie. So uh, Because, like, it probably wouldn't have come to – I don't think it ever came to my town's theater. Really? Like, it – well, I don't remember. It had to have a pretty good release. Okay. It could have. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't come to my town's theater because my town's theater is closed. (laughs) (laughs) It's now like a little sandwich and pizza place. Nice. I think I was just kind of probably like in the same way you articulated, Aaron. I was like upset that they didn't get together in the end, but I was also upset because I fell for it. I did too. I was like, wait, no, that can't be the twist. Like it got me. And maybe like, like, I don't know. It seemed like people all around were, like, guessing it. And yeah. I was like, I, di- I didn't have it. No. <laughs> I, I feel like, and I feel like you too, like, I feel like we have consumed a lot of pop culture. Like, we have watched yeah. a lot of movies and read a lot of books and TV shows and Seen things like that. Seen a lot of Hallmark. I know. So I feel like I have a pretty good track of my mind of, like, yeah. this is going to happen and then that's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I knew something was up. Like, I knew something wasn't mm-hmm. quite right. But I was not ready for heart transplant ghost (laughs) no did you see so on your i don't know if it was your advice or recommendation or not i did watch the kimmy schmidt interaction yes oh my gosh was that not the best (laughs) ever did you get the one where um oh i don't know her real name jenna jane krakowski uh, yeah Jane Krakowski is talking to the script writer, and he was, like, telling her about all the types of stories. There's man yes, versus shark. Yes. Man, yeah. like, um, there's only, like, 30 basic storylines. Oh, my gosh. I went through it all once, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta do this again. And so then I backed Did you, up like, and made win? different choices. Yeah, I got to the... Um, I unlocked... You won the first time? Yeah, I won. I got, I got it to, like, the happy ending. You got to the... Ah, oh, I, I didn't the get this, that the first time. And that she's pregnant. I got yeah. Kimmy happy, but, oh, but I you didn't, didn't get, get no Jane no. and Titus. You went for the woodland mm-hmm. picnic. I think I did. But oh my gosh, I love doing. I I was so fun. I did it a bunch of times. I think I did it once, and they were like, "You can do better." So then it like started over. Yeah, that's so fun. Because I didn't get the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, I did get the Breakfast Club on the second try. Oh, good job. Right. Why did we start talking about this? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Did not see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We're <laughs> oh, sitting there yeah, eating yeah. our popcorn, hoping it's a rom-com. Enjoying uh, the movie. Is anyone together in the end? I mean, she's with her family. Uh, That's true. Like, her family is healthier. And, oh, and yeah. Santa and the Danish guy. Santa and, and boy. Santa and boy mm-hmm. get together. So, let's talk about this movie. So, this yeah. movie came out in 2019, so not that long ago. Uh, what? Around the official release date, I think, is November 7th. Uh, and so then okay. that week, it debuted at number four. 
So pretty good. Hey. Um, it was behind uh, Midway was number one, which is like the World War II Pearl Harbor was movie. Was with Nick Jonas? It was with Nick Jonas. Um, in a mustache. In a cute little... I just saw the trailer. cute yeah. little mustache. I watched that on a plane. It was... Oh. It was... Not the best. Do you remember, like, Pearl Harbor? That was a big deal movie, right? Yeah. Like, that's a good movie. I would say that like, it is a good movie, but I have not watched that probably since the year or so it came out. So, I don't okay. know how the rewatch would hold up, but it's Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck and Jennifer yeah. Garner, right? Kate, Kate Beckinsale, no. right? I think Jennifer Garner is in it, too. I think it's Kate Beckinsale. I don't remember. It might not be Jennifer Garner. Like, I think she's in it. She's like a friend of Kate Beckinsale. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I liked it, though. So watch that maybe over Midway. I didn't like it. Also, hashtag spoiler alert. Do you want to know? Yeah. Nick Jonas dies! What? I know! This show is just all about guys dying now. He was so cute in it! And he just, like, and, and, like, I, my other problem, and I get mm-hmm. it, whatever, but it was, like, every, there was, it was just too much. Like, they jumped around a lot from this station to the boat to here to Hawaii to the, like, it, it was just a lot of different storylines. Okay. And there was, like, one main kind of pilot guy, but then mm-hmm. there was, like, a main captain guy, and then there was, like, four different gunners, and then another pilot. They all looked the same. They were all, like, pretty <laughs> no. brunette men. Hmm. And it was had a... Because, like, Darren Chris was in it, and Nick Jonas. Okay. And, like, yeah. uh, like four mm-hmm. other brunettes that all looked very much the same. And I was like, is that that yeah. guy? Is he not the same guy as him? <laughs> I couldn't tell him apart sometimes. So, rat row, Cal. Anyways, uh, so Midway was out at number one. Number two was Doctor Sleep, which is the Ewan McGregor, Stephen King, uh, scary The Shining sequel, prequel, something. I don't know. Uh, number three is Playing with Fire, uh, which is the okay. John Cena, Key and Michael Key, uh, firefighting movie. Silly, silly oh. one, but they watch the kids or something. And four was Last Christmas, uh, that which was ahead of Terminator, Dark Fate, The Joker, but those had been out for a couple of weeks. Maleficent, Malicious okay. of Evil. A lot of big movies out. So, yeah, yeah so came in at number four. Can you yeah. guess the budget? I have to admit that I did, in researching what happens in this movie, to refresh it, I did stumble upon the budget. Oh, for shame. Because, like, what's the normal budgeting range? It's usually, like, 10 to 15, right? I think so. I think... Yeah. This one surprised me in that it was, like, 25. I know. Late night was, like, 5. I I don't know if... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what the what constitutes what makes up the budget. I know we're all, like, no special effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there was a big special effect in that the guy wasn't even really there. hey <laughs> They had to reshoot all those scenes They had to film everything twice. (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean, that would cost... And I was just thinking location. Location. Maybe had to close down some places. Oh. I mean, I know they filmed in London. That probably cost a pretty penny. Which we've been to. Yeah. You were in London, right? Yeah, you were there. Yeah. Yep. I stayed above a fish and chip shop, but we never actually ate the fish and chips. I feel bad about that. What? What fish and... (laughs) That's... That sounds wrong. Like, we had an Airbnb, like, where you just, like, went in oh, on the side. side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. We stayed, mm-hmm. um, shout out to Costco Travel. We stayed um, in the Gore Hotel, which sounds weird, but it was, like, yeah. a white column building that overlooked um, 
Kensington Gardens. Whoa. I know. It was real fancy. Nice. We were, like, in Embassy Row. I don't know. Like, uh, it was, like, the Turkish Embassy and the Iranian Embassy. Like, we're all down this mm. main thing. And I, I really liked it. I did like London. I would go back. Would you go back? Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't do, like, you only can see so much. I know. You were only there, like, three days. That's maybe? what I was there for three days. And and one of those yeah. days, we'd gone south to the, to the seashore. And I just, okay. uh, I, yeah, there's a lot more I would have wanted to do. And I was exhausted. Like, I was so tired. Our, my, mm. my friend that we went with, like, basically is a superhuman and went at full warp speed through the town. Right. And I like to go fast, too, but I could mm-hmm. not keep up. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, I think I would have liked to do a lot more, like, sitting and looking and people watching and things mm. like that. But it was also mm-hmm. rainy and cold when we were there. I do love a London. I do love a London town. So one day, mm-hmm. one day we'll go back. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the budget was $25 million. Uh, domestically, it made 35 And then worldwide was 121 So nice. I feel like uh, this movie did not get reviewed very well. Uh, the critics' score mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes is only 46 Ooh, is that a splat? That is a splat. That is a big old splat. Ouch. But the okay. audience score is 81. Hey. But I had to think, like, the people who are going to this movie are people like me and you who, like, enjoy this kind of movie. It's definitely not critically yeah. acclaimed. But it was sweet. And Emma wrote it. She was the one who wrote it yeah. and was a producer on it. And, you know, wrote it all based off of a George Michael song. <laughs> Right, and then it features a lot of George Michael songs, right? Yeah. Doesn't so maybe some of that songs. has to be the budget. Like, you have to license those songs. Oh, that's a good point. You, yeah, that's a lot. So He has a lot of songs. Yeah, a lot of songs. A lot of good ones. Which we made the Alexa in one. the hotel room play for us. <laughs> yes. So in, we'll just do a little career timeline. Um, mm-hmm. Henry Golding, this is only like his fifth movie. He was in Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy. Which is his first movie he ever was in. And he was the oh. lead so very handsome. Well, he, like, got discovered. He was, like, I think we looked it up. He was, like, a presenter. Like, he was a travel show person. And then oh. they're making this, you know, megawatt movie. And mm-hmm. he is gorgeous. So he got right in there. And then he's mm-hmm. in um, The Gentleman recently with, like, uh, Matthew McConaughey. It's kind of looks like a gangstery type you know, oh, okay. movie. So he's only been in a handful of movies. Um, and okay. then for Amelia Clark, who is essentially the lead mm-hmm. in this movie, this uh, before this, she had obviously done Game of Thrones, All Hail Khaleesi. Uh, she was in Me Before You, which, adorable yeah, and heartbreaking. Why does she always mm-hmm. have to make the sad movies where she never ends up with oh. the guy? And she was in Solo. She played, I don't remember her name was. That's right. But oh, on, it was like Kira. Oh, Kira, that's right. Thank you. Uh, where mm-hmm. she plays Han Solo's. I'm wearing my uh, Han <gasps> oh Solo my gosh, shirt right now. We got that. <laughs> we got that at a Galaxy Con. Yeah, yeah. Whoop Playing this. Yes. Uh, and then after this, Amelia, she's in something called Murder Manual. Probably will be mm. skipping that one. Sorry, Amelia. I do like you. I do think yeah. you are fun and have amazing eyebrows. She can move them separately. That's and they like. I think they like skill. go like up. <laughs> they go up her forehead. Oh. Like when she makes her little... Yeah. Mine don't do that. And then for Emma Thompson, after this, she was a voice in Doolittle. And then her next film that okay. is currently in post-production is Cruella, which is a look back at Cruella de Vil, where she is sadly not Cruella, but is That's... plays someone called the Baroness. 
Uh, and then before this, she was in How to Build a Girl, which I've heard a lot about, but haven't really seen anything for. Oh, I think I read up on that one time, just because I was, like, curious yeah, about it. Yeah, because it's, like, Beanie, Beanie Feldstein, Feldstein, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Men in Black International, and then she was a voice in The Missing Link. And then, obviously, this was in 2019, mm. so this also was the year that Late Night came out. So she was yeah. a busy gal. Yeah. I think one of the reasons, like, I'm remembering, one of the reasons I like Emma so much is, like, it, when she goes on, like, one of the Jimmy's late night shows, mm-hmm. or James, mm-hmm. or Steven, like, she's hilarious. So funny. Like, it's such a fun time. Mm-hmm. Like, she's watching that sheepdog. No, I'm kidding. That, <laughs> call back to late night. Just <laughs> She's just so funny. And, like, oh, it's great. She's definitely into it, for sure. Erin, should we head over to the plot, since I lost my train of thought? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I think, and just a reminder, we haven't seen this recently <laughs> so the internet was our friend and we're kind of just going off of like how we feel about it and the characters yeah. it's a good it is a good character movie there's lots of development there's movie. growth um mm-hmm. i don't know did you ever read donald miller's book um oh what was it a million miles in a thousand years he talks about like how to write a story because that's about him mm-hmm. writing the script for his book Blue like jazz. Blue like jazz. Yeah, uh. I read Blue like jazz, and okay. then I went to a seminar of his. Uh, he wasn't there, oh. but the story he created this whole story brand. Yeah, thing yeah. About writing stories and character arcs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this was like the opposite of that because he was like in it. The example was Rocky, which I've never seen. Sorry, everyone who's seen you it. You have never seen no. Rocky. Mm-mm. Oh man, <laughs> is that our next all my movies? Is Sylvester Stallone? I probably couldn't stomach any of them. Why? They're just graphic, right? Like, aren't a lot of them no. rated R? Or no, wait, oh. I've seen uh, Demolition Man? That was him, right? That was Sylvester Stallone. Okay. No, Rocky! Rocky! Uh, the first one is very... <laughs> the first one is a lot, like, darker, okay. but more just, like, emotionally dark. There's mm. not... There is... I mean, yes, there is a lot of, like, pew pew punching, mm-hmm. and there's some, like, gross eyes and bloods and stuff like okay. that but no there's nothing it's uh, uh family friendly <laughs> <laughs> has Aaron ever seen a rocky i think so i'll double check i think you should you should watch them okay would be it would be great for you but the reason i referenced rocky is because like he okay, mentioned donald miller mentions it in this book and he's like in Rocky, like, they paint him out as a good guy because he, like, saves a kitten, he's nice to a neighbor lady, stuff mm-hmm. like that. In this movie, it's the exact opposite. Kate is terrible. She's, like, late for work. She's dirty. She kills her flatmate's fish by accidentally... Yes. Was it an accident? Hopefully it was an accident. She drops a hair dryer in there. Yeah. Um, Electrocutes the poor thing. Yeah. So just a lot of that scenes um, in one... Where, in the next place where she goes to stay at a friend's house, she had already had, like, a bad rap because she messed up the husband of the friend does, like, really intricate designs or, like, puzzles mm-hmm. or something. Like, a ship in a bottle. And, like, yeah. she had ruined it. And, really? like, they gave her another chance. And she, like, brings a guy in and sleeps on the baby's crib mattress. They're, like, expecting a baby at the time. And then mm-hmm. she breaks the next the project he was working on. It was bad. So, like, a little lantern. For the first oh. half of this movie, all I wanted to do was take a washcloth and then wipe all of the eyeliner <laughs> and mascara out from the bottom of her mm-hmm. eyes. Oh, it's too heavy. And that is, like, like when you can tell, like, like her character change is, like, her eye makeup is better. <laughs> 
She's like taking it off and putting it on new every day. It's, it's a big yes, step. Yes, she's not just sleeping in her makeup. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so poor Katarina or Cat or Kate, Kate as she likes yeah. to be called, uh, is just having a hard go. Mm-hmm. And we have we have the movie starts on a flashback actually of um, oh. her family. She's got uh, parents, mm-hmm. and then she's got an older sister, Marta. And it's her singing, like, in a church choir, basically. For oh, Christmas. that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. And I remember when it started, I was like, wait, is is Amelia Clark the girl who is singing, or is she the sister in the pew? Like, I wasn't oh. 100% sure, like, who, who she was supposed to be. But So we've come to learn that she's, like, the younger child. Um, her family immigrated from Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're very much, the kids are very much Anglo-sized, like, they have British accents and things like that, where yeah. the parents still have a thick, like, Yugoslavian mm-hmm. accent. And we kind of um, learn, basically, through conversations with the sister throughout the movie, that Amelia Clark's character is basically the favorite. She is the baby. Yeah. You know, she can do no wrong. Um, you know, she says something about, oh, she has, she has a cute face, and so you just let her do whatever, and I've had to work my whole life just to try to get you to even, you know... I became a lawyer because you couldn't be a lawyer in that country and it yeah. doesn't even matter, you know. So the sisters have some unresolved issues, basically. Totally. But, yeah, Katarina is just not maybe the best person. So do you think, Mary, mm-hmm. if that had been me and I had come and ruined your husband Aaron's intricately designed <laughs> lamp, would you throw me out? Uh, I'm down on my luck! It's <laughs> so hard. Probably not right away, just because I'm very non-confrontational. <laughs> it would be very hard to throw somebody out. But she had give, they had given her a lot of chances, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, this was definitely a pattern of hers that she just wasn't quite... Not, 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 not the best friend, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, um, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about her employment, Mary? Yes. Oh, what is the name? Is it called Yuletide? Yeah. Okay. So it's this great little shop just full of like the cutest Christmas trinkets and just random stuff. And it's owned by um, uh, like a middle-aged Asian woman who goes by Mm -hmm. Santa. Um, Yeah. And like, I don't know. They only call each other Santa and Elf. Yeah. They never call each other by their real names. So it's very bizarre. But yeah, it's just like this like hyper Christmas store. And like the movie's kind of set like in... A few months before Christmas, probably, right? It just, it seemed like the span of a few months. So. We don't really yeah. know. Um, yeah. But I think it's open, like, year-round. Just year-round mm-hmm. Christmas. And she's always bringing in new things. And everything's, like, very fragile. And it would be, yeah. like, not the job for me because I think you have to dust all the time. And at the beginning... It's be- very hard not to break anything. I know. And Kate, um, towards the beginning of the movie, um, like, I think at one point she probably did care. And, like, mm-hmm. but his, like gone beyond that now not caring so not as like polite with the customers very like oh i'll help you like like angsty millennial that you expect yeah. yeah comes in late and we're gonna see uh one of the major plot things that happens later is she's gonna forget to lock the door and the shop mm-hmm. gets robbed and santa knows oh that's really funny that <laughs> santa knows <laughs> He sees you when you're sleeping. Or she sees you. She sees you. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she definitely doesn't really care. This is not, like, a passion of hers. What mm-hmm. we realize is that she what she really wants to be is a singer. Right. So it's her job, like, between auditions. And she has a few auditions yeah. throughout the 
the and show. And she does not do good at any of them. No. <laughs> she has one where she um, gets up. It's like for a performance. It's like for a theater company. And she just just cannot sing very well. Mm. Uh, she has another audition for Frozen on Ice. And she does not know how to skate. And she falls down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so time out of the plot. So I understand that they make her a singer because then she sings the last Christmas song mm-hmm. at the end and they put on a skit and she, throughout the course of the movie, she's trying to improve herself and she starts singing for money for the, to raise money for the homeless shelter. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. I can't sing. I'm not saying that I'm a good singer. Mm-hmm. You are a better, you are a good singer. <laughs> but like, I just, I, Amelia Clark, is she really a good singer? Like, I just thought that that was really interesting that they made this woman's passion singing yeah. when the actress is not really known for being a singer. Like, right. I, I just thought that was interesting. They could have just made her an actor and then, I don't know. That was my only thought. I watched the last scene and it wasn't, she could carry the tune. Like, I think she can yeah. sing. She has some, like, mm-hmm. background in that. Like, she's probably in high school choir. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Or whatever they yeah, call it she's in definitely England. not, you know, it's not like they cast, like, a Mandy Moore or, you know what I mean? Like, an actress who is known right. to be a singer or yeah. Lady Gaga. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> Ellie Goulding? They could have had a bunch of Goldings in it. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, that was my only point. I was like, can't she really sing? Because she can't. Like, it, and they kind of explained it later of, like, why she can't really sing is because we learned that she was very ill, and mm. she. this is one of, like, my favorite parts of the movie, so maybe we'll talk about it a little later. But she talks a little bit why she feels she can't sing anymore, or why her family mm. thinks she can't sing anymore. So anyway, so yeah, she's working at a Christmas shop, she wants to be a singer, um, things just aren't going right, and then one day she looks out the shop window, and she sees this guy just standing there staring up. Like, he's just looking up to the sky. Mm -hmm. So she comes out and asks, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's Henry Golding, who is Tom in this movie. And he's looking up. There's, like, just a bird there. And he's like, oh, you know, people are always just looking down at their phones. Like, look up. Like, there's this whole Mm -hmm. other world happening above you. And so, of course, Amelia Clark looks up. And the bird poops at her face. (laughs) And so this kind of begins a very interesting friendship. Yeah. uh, Between Katarina and Tom. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of just randomly keep bumping into each other throughout the course of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, he's there one day and he comes into the shop and he just kind of appears and startles her, kind of. And doesn't give a phone number ever, because he says he keeps it in a cupboard. Like, he just doesn't Yeah, he do says he doesn't use his, he doesn't do his phone so, anymore. So, like, he... at this point in the movie, it's like, oh, man, he's amazing. Like, he's not, like, just hooked on his device all the time. Like, I am. Yeah. Like, this is great. Yeah. He seems very much to be the opposite of Amelia Clark, because um, yeah. we see that he, like, uh, rides his bike places. He is, like, mm-hmm. you know, smartly dressed, I would say. Like, right. in a nice overcoat and sweater and jeans and, and she's stuff. wearing and, a bright green elf costume just a heads up everyone and, and like a cheetah leopard print jacket that's right yes very opposites yeah tom and katarina very opposite we see that he volunteers at a homeless shelter yep. he says he does mm-hmm. we see him go up there to the homeless shelter but they don't go really go in together or anything because right. she's like all right this you're is a where saint. i stop yeah <laughs> i'm not like you mm-hmm 
have fun. Bye. Yes, they just kind of keep running into each other. Like, he takes her on this, like, cute stroll Mm -hmm. where they're looking up at the lights and different, like, architectural features. And he's super cute in this. Like, Henry Golding is very, very cute in this. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, I feel like sometimes in romantic comedies, like, it's like the girl who is super goofy and weird. And then the guy is kind of more like a straight-laced whatever whatever but like yeah. he's walking down the street and he's like moving his arms and like doing little spins and dance like i just thought that's that that right. was super sweet and cute yeah so they're both quirky in a way and then uh, so they're going for little walks at one point he shows her this little like secret garden like in the yeah, middle of yeah. town where there's just like benches and mm-hmm. like people are just like reading books or eating their lunch and being really kind of quiet and stuff and mm-hmm. um he helps her prepare for Frozen on Ice. They go ice skating yeah. together. That part's really cute. have a little cute. moment. And then they get yeah. chased off by the cops. Mm-hmm. Get chased off by the cops. And so they're having just, like, very, like, cute, meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, he goes away for a long periods of time. So, like, you kind of think, like, oh, is he... My first thought is, like, he's very rich, and he's a very rich businessman. Oh. And I'm just thinking this mostly, again, because I've just seen him in Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> and he's very wealthy and Very rich. So, yeah. That's what I was feeling what mm-hmm. was wrong. What were you thinking why he was being... I could tell... You could tell something was not quite right. Yeah. But that's what my thought is. Like, he's either really rich or something is up. Like, that's why he's not there. What were you thinking during this part? I guess I don't remember. I remember being frustrated because I know, like, have, like... I guess I've only been in one relationship, with, and that's with my hus- now husband. Uh, but I remember just being, like, super impatient. Like, is he going to call? Is he going to text? Do I? Can I do that? Like, can the girl do that? And, like, in this case, like, mm-hmm. she couldn't because she didn't really have his number, I don't think. Yeah, so she doesn't really know how to get in touch with him. So, like, while he's been gone, though, like, she's been having better connections with the people at work. Like, she's kind yeah. of trying to improve herself. She starts volunteering at the homeless shelter because she went there to look for him. Yep, hoping to find him. To look for him, yeah. And then she kind of just sees, like, the need. And then, uh, you know, he had been encouraging her, like, just do something, you know, for others. If you don't know what to do for yourself, like, do something for someone else. Mm. And um, and so she sets up a little cup and a little sign, yeah. and she starts singing Christmas carols to raise a few pounds mm-hmm. for the homeless shelter, and she kind of becomes friends with the guys who run it, And but they've never really heard of Tom. They're like, you yeah. know, but we're here at night, so maybe he's during the day or different hours, mm-hmm. you know, it's possible, we just don't know him. Um, but the one relationship that really hasn't improved quite yet is the one with her family. Um, yeah. This is taking place during Brexit. Oh, that's right. I was trying to remember what the political thing was. There's something political. There was a few little political things. And yeah. so, you know, the UK is trying to basically secede from the EU. Right. And then there's, like, turmoil against a lot of um, backlash against immigrants, which is what they yeah. are. There's one scene where she's on the bus and um, this racist bully of a guy, um, and not bully in the good way, like Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. bully in the bad way. Yeah, he just starts saying, like, get off this bus, like, you're, you don't belong here, and that kind of stuff. And then, I don't remember exactly how it happens. Does he leave? But Kate just, like, starts talking to them. Like, she, she still remembers the language. So she still talks to them and, like, um, just connects with them and, like, tries to tell them, like, hey, don't be afraid, like, you belong here, like, this country's for mm-hmm. you, too. It's just, like, it's really sweet. And, like, yeah. she probably would not have done that, like, a month ago or you know like without right yeah she's like seen beyond herself a little bit which mm-hmm. is good 
Yeah, and then there's another um, instance where, like, they're watching the protests in the street, like, that have signs that say, yeah. like, go home, this is our country, get rid of immigrants. And so Emma Thompson is, like, basically crying on the couch because yeah. she was like, they don't want us here, they're going to make us leave. And Amelia Clark is like, Mom, whatever, like, that's not, it doesn't have anything to do with us or whatever. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, and her dad tries to explain to her, it's like, you weren't there, like, you don't understand what it's like to be forced from your home or you know pre- so prejudiced right. against you and so like i think that. they were they were they refugees is that established in so. this I think scene that's okay kind of what they imply maybe? yeah i'm not sure okay but definitely that you know that they she emma thompson definitely feels not wanted mm-hmm. so that was kind of like a very minor plot of the movie it doesn't come up a whole lot but there's that like kind of thread of like we are immigrants and you know we feel like we don't belong yeah um so that and that doesn't really necessarily get resolved at all but um i think that was just right. the, the climate at the time so they wanted to mm-hmm. make a little because i mean that's still kind of going on like but she still also has some drama with her parents um after all of her roommates and different people have kicked her out she has gone back home so right. she's living at home with her parents mm-hmm. and basically everything that they do annoy her and she's mad at her dad because he's a taxi driver so he just is gone all the time and mm-hmm. the mom is very involved in her life Kind of the helicopter parent or whatever they call it. Helicopter parents. Because we learned that she was really sick um, Mm -hmm. and she had to have a heart transplant. Yeah. Uh, And so the mom still feels like she's ill, like you're ill, like you're still recovering, like you're not well, even though it has been over a year, I would say, since it had happened. Um, And at the beginning, like the sister confronts her and says, mom is going crazy. You have missed all of your doctor's appointments. You haven't been answering the phone. Mm -hmm. So she's basically saying like, you need to go address this. Like you got this new heart. You got this new chance and you're just throwing it away because she's eating crap. She's drinking a lot. She's not taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is a scene where the mom, this is good when Emma Thompson and Amelia like go to the doctors together and the doctor's like, how's your diet? And Emma and her are just saying opposite things. I know, that's a great scene. Oh, she eats so terribly. (laughs) She's like, oh no, I'm fine. You know, exercise religiously. Oh, never. You know, it's it's just kind of back and forth, Mm -hmm. which is really funny. Um, But she does seem to be fine. Like her health really isn't an issue. Maybe like her emotional health is more the issue yeah for sure yeah than her physical health because throughout the course of the movie with these small interactions that she had with tom we see her drinking a green juice and eating a salad instead of chips and burgers and things like that not that you can't have chips and burgers in moderation this is not what this podcast is about (laughs) no we are pro chips totally pro burgers pro deliciousness yep but you know every once in a while Eat a salad. Yeah. Have some vegetables. Get the side salad with the burger sometimes instead of the chips. Or do both. <laughs> you know. Or split the chips. Get there a, you get go. Get some fries to share. Yeah. Fries for the table. When you can go to a restaurant. Oh, man. When you can go to a restaurant again. Hashtag quarantine. <sighs> oh, I feel like we should start seeing last Christmas because last Christmas it was so different. So, like, when you think back to, like, happier times, it was, like, Christmas. <laughs> I know. Bonkers. 2020, go home. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so she's been she's been improving herself. Yeah. She seems to be caring a little bit more about her job. She's helping the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, we see her. She does kind of try to make amends with her sister. Oh, and then she goes back and, like, gets presents for all her friends who she, like, yeah. oh, it's so great. I forgot that part. Yeah, like, the guy who, like, she ruined his lantern. I forget what the, she got yeah. then, but it was really sweet. But um, there is one scene somewhere, again, we haven't seen this movie in a while, so we're kind of jumbling it together, but there's one more, like, kind of important scene with mm. Tom. And he takes her back to his apartment, 
And he kind of, and it's just like very small. Yeah. It's like total minimalist. It's like, man, I wish I could have that. And they have like this amazing conversation Mm -hmm. where it's mostly her telling him like about her illness and it's it was a really good scene where she just talks about like her because it was she had a heart transplant and she just talks about how like i had this heart it was mine and they took it out of me and just threw it away Mm. and she's just like so distraught by that and then she's like and now i have someone else's heart inside of me and it just doesn't feel like me anymore and that's kind of um, you know, we don't really know what she was like pre-heart surgery. Right. We don't know if she was this kind of inconsiderate or, you know, you don't really know mm-hmm. how she took care of herself or whatnot. But, and so she kind of talks about like, you know, that's why she can't sing. She feels like she can't sing because she just feels like it's not her anymore. Like her heart was a part of her. And I just remember watching that scene in the movie and being like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it was just really good because she's crying yeah. and he's being very comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives her some, you know, beautiful words of advice that I can't remember. Um, sure, they're lovely. She says um, she was half dead um, because she just needed help all the time, and she just feels like she's never gotten over that. Hmm. Um, and so he, uh, like, leaves her there and, like, kind of tells her, like, like you're going to be okay. Like, you're going to get through this. And he's like, but you can't depend on me. Like, don't put it on me. Like, don't make me your person that's going to save you, you know, kind of a thing. Even though they seem to have this, like, really amazing connection. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, don't, you can't depend on me. And so at that moment, I'm like, why? Why can't she depend on you? You're very nice. (laughs) So you're just kind of curious this is happening. Mm -hmm. So I think she wakes up in the morning and he's not there anymore. Like, he just leaves her sleeping on the bed. Yeah. Because I don't know if she had maybe been drinking a little bit. I can't 100% remember. I think so. Because she hadn't seen him for a while, right? And that made her, like, search him out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I think she gets mad at him. I think she sees him at at the garden. She goes to the garden and he's there. Mm. And then I think she gets mad at him there because he tells her, like, you can't depend on me. Like, don't count on me. And then that's when she gets mad at him. And then later when she's, like, giving gifts to her friends... Then I think she goes to his apartment to go give him a gift or talk to him or yeah. forgive him. And then when she gets there, it's a realtor is there. Ah! And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, is he the person moving? Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So then I'm like, was he like this? I was still thinking like, was he just like squatting there? I know, yeah. Like, was it really his place? Um, but then like the realtor says, no, the person who lived here has been dead for months. Uh, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I was here last week. Wait. Uh. yeah and so then so then we like see like flashbacks of tom getting hit by a bus mm-hmm. or a bike, truck or something yeah something like that and and then we see flashbacks of her like going into the emergency yeah. room so it's like both of them transplant. on like the hospital rolly thing rolly beds going rolly in things like passing each other yeah and so the big twist is that he's been dead this whole time and that it's his, his heart, heart that she got and this is where she like figures out his last name right because did she know the yeah. name of the guy of the heart i don't, trans- I don't think so i don't okay. think she knew any of that because i think she figures it out because i think the guy says it like oh tom weber or webster or something okay. like that yeah and then that's the name that's on the bench that they would sit on like it was a memorial right. to him in mm-hmm. the little secret garden mm-hmm. we believe that tom was this really great guy yeah um 
and that now his heart's in her. Oh, so that was like a crushing blow. So they mm-hmm. meet one more time with him as in ghost form. Yeah. They meet, I think, in the In little... the garden. Like, she's on the, sitting on the bench. Yeah. And, like, he, again, I wish I could remember it, but he has, like, this kind of great line saying something of, like, you know, whether, no matter what, like, my heart would have yeah. been yours. Oh, it's so <gasps> touching. It's like, <gasps> And so they have, like, this great moment mm-hmm. one last time. And then he's gone. And then, so then she uh, has to move on with her life. They have organized a little Christmas show to raise money for the shelter. And then so she gets up there and sings some songs. Mm -hmm. Including Last Christmas. Including Last Christmas. Which has some touching, like, it starts with, like, just her and, like, a bunch of flashbacks with her and Mm -hmm. and Tom. And then, like, a band joins her when it gets, like, the second part. Yeah. And then everyone starts singing. Yeah. And and dancing. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much how the movie ends. Although I did see in one review that like it ends with her giving a tour of London and it was like the look up tours. Did you see that part? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. But that's what huh. uh, Wikipedia was saying. Hmm. Maybe we oh, that's A forgot or B like maybe it was like a post credit Maybe thing? it was like a post credit In the thing. montage? Yeah. I don't remember. Because they see well, like my good. stealing cheese or something like that. Yeah, because that was Henry Holt, Henry's Golding's whole thing was like look up. Yeah. Um, so here are my thoughts. Okay. (laughs) So again, I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought the moments of him and her in the garden and him and her in the apartment when she's like spilling her feelings is really Mm -hmm. good. We didn't touch a whole lot on Emma, but she was great. She like is kind of aged up in this movie. Yeah. She kind of, you know, is kind of dowdy the mother, but I loved all of that. I loved the whole relationship thing. And also like, um, there was a lot of great little bit parts we didn't talk about. Like there's moments with like the police officers that are saying like, you be careful. You have a Merry Christmas. Like, why are you saying it like that? It sounds like a threat. And the, like, uh, oh, what's his name? Jeremy Strathen or uh, uh, Strathen? I don't know how to say his name, but like, you sound okay, like the bad right. guy, <laughs> like you know, like yeah. the scary action movie guy. And it's yeah, it's fun because it's Jason Statham. Jason Statham, thank you for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's fun because like one of them, one of the police people is Osgood from Doctor Who. Yeah. And then one of the judges for one of the auditions is mm-hmm. oh, what's her name? Mel? No, Sue Perkins. Perkins. from the great british baking show yeah. <laughs> so they just had like a lot of great like moments which again i feel like in sometimes movies you miss like that reminds me a lot of while you were sleeping where like all the little extra yeah. people in there just like make the movie mm-hmm. the mashed potatoes it's the mashed potatoes guys it's so creepy <laughs> so my critique yeah is that i needed more about tom like, mm. I needed, because he would, he would just pop up and leave and pop up and leave. And I get yeah. it, he's a ghost. But I needed some <laughs> sort of, like, reason why all of a sudden, it was because he died at Christmas, and then and now it's Christmas again, so now right. he can appear. And does, one of my other main questions is, like, can other people see him? Which I think they answered with no. Right, because they had the flat, which I don't like, because they definitely had flashbacks of, like, her skating with him, and then Alone, they took him yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Or, like, standing in the park, and he's not there mm-hmm. from other people's perspective, mm-hmm. which I, I feel like that's a mistake. I feel like he they should have made him able to be seen by other people. Oh. Because then, if other people are seeing her talking to nobody, then she's, like, a crazy person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, then that means it's just, like, happening in her head? Right. Or the spirit can only... Appear to 
her because they're like heart connected. So that's my only, and like, for because does he? For part of it, I'm also like, does he know that he's a ghost? Does he know that he's dead? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like because they definitely mm. had like physical interaction. They kiss. She's holding yeah. on to him. They hold hands. Right. They're skating so, like, together. Stuff like that to me, like doesn't jive mm. so I, I i would have liked more rules about like why he was appearing when yeah. he was appearing and like why he can't appear anymore is because he's mm. she's like better now you know what i mean like right like what I, were the rules in place that got him to come and that like that let, allow him yeah. to leave at the end yeah yeah it's not like i need like a magical door like i'm totally fine with the fact that it's because they're heart connected yeah and it's christmas and that's when he died like yeah i'm fine with all of that but i just needed like i don't know a little something else or more mm. about him and what he had done with his life previously yeah i think in this situation aaron i'm going to quote george michael and say you've got to have faith all right but i like i totally agree with you like i don't know like we both mentioned at the beginning like we didn't rewatch this movie we're basing this on six months ago it's like i don't know like if i could handle the rewatch because you know that he's gone the whole time you know like it it does change it when you go back and watch it maybe if we went back and watch it knowing that he was a ghost yeah you know, maybe that would make it different. I'm trying to think of other, like, ghosty movies like this. You know what I mean? Where it's different people. Because, yeah. so, like like you said at the beginning, The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. No one else can see Bruce Willis except for Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, but he doesn't know that he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think other, like, the only other movie I can think of is, like, Ghost. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen these, so. You haven't seen The Sixth Sense? No. But the ending, I mean, it's been ruined. Like, it's been, it's 20 years old or more, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, Spoiler. it's fine. Um, so, I'm just trying to think of, like, other movies that would have been like this, where it's, like, I mean, A Christmas Carol? Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can see the spirits that are, like, guiding you to a new... Someone mentioned in one of the reviews that it was basically, like, um, It's a Wonderful Life, where oh. it's, like, the angel comes down to help him make his make better decisions about his life well yeah the angel shows him well he grants his wish i wish i'd never been born he shows him what it would be like if yeah, he'd never what been it'd born. be like mm-hmm. which makes him turn his life around yeah. so i feel like that's not quite what tom does no but he helps her like you have yeah. to think that without tom though she wouldn't have made those different decisions right you're right yeah because he just he introduces her to the homeless shelter he mm-hmm. you know talks to her and understands her and right Ed would have loved her. <laughs> so that makes me sad. Yeah. And then, again, context of that when we watched this movie, like, I just remember coming back to the hotel, and we were just like, can you imagine the pitch for this movie <laughs> of Emma Thompson just being like, all right, you know the song Last Christmas? <laughs> right. And it goes like, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Uh-huh. What if the movie was that? <laughs> like, literally Literally that. your heart. The organ. That's it. The organ. <laughs> she closes her notebook. That's what I've got. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and they're like, yes. We love it. Uh, well, it made them $130-some million. Dollars, so yeah, I, I mean, 
Good, good on you, Emma Thompson. Good on you, Emma. I, I, I again, I, all fun. Yeah, all, all fun. So, um, we talked a little fashion, Mary. Do you want to give us any other th- fashion thoughts? Um, I guess I don't have many more than yeah. Just um, <laughs> Amelia or Kate is just very like you see her in the green elf getup mm-hmm. a lot, and it's like yeah, is it like go go boots? It's like really tall shoes and. Yeah. And all that. And she just keeps wearing that. I don't even know what she wears in the other times. Like, was it kind of, like, maybe louder outfits, I think. That was just kind of yeah. her character style, I think. The bright yeah. colors. And then, yeah, like, Tom was very – dressed very, like, simple but biz casual. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked like a young businessman a lot. Yeah. Which was nice. Well, we have to go back and rewatch. And we'll have to look to see if he ever changes clothes or if he's just in the clothes that he's got. Oh. Oh. That's a Where? good point. I know it's again. I just I needed more. You have this beautiful, handsome man. Put him in it more. Yeah, come on, Aaron. How do you review this movie, or what? What do you give this right. movie? So, basing on the fact that I I did enjoy it, mm-hmm. even though they do not get together at the end, mm-hmm. which they makes me very sad. Mm-hmm. I was definitely entertained, mm-hmm. and I think I would rewatch it again. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would watch it. I would make my mom watch it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. So, based on that, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it three and a half oh. secret garden benches. Oh, I like yeah. it. Explain it. So, I'm kind of downplaying it a little bit because, like, it's maybe not the um, super cute ending you want where they're together in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it mm-hmm. is a cute ending still, like the big Christmas concert fundraiser yeah. for the shelter. Like she's able, like she's finally able to like move on after her heart surgery, mm-hmm. which I think that's tough. Like, yeah, yeah, having been on the brink of death, like I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that. Um, right. and then I was, I was remembering, uh, as we were talking, like, remember how he said like, look up all the time? Like sometimes I yeah. like try to remind myself to do that. Like when we go on walks and stuff, especially yeah, sure. now during a quarantine, look up guys. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. So, my yeah, my main gripe is that they're not, like, Tom's just not there in the end. Um, no. He's actually really, oh, man. Okay, I can't even say it. But I do, I give it four Christmas ornaments. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yes, very, very From nice. From Yuletide. Santa. Another, like, plus side to this movie yeah. is that it has all of these amazing George Michael songs. Yes. And so, like, I not that I was a big fan of, like, I knew you got to have faith and you, I knew uh, last Christmas. It's like, wake me up before you go, go, because I'm not hanging on like a yo-yo. Gave you an insight into all these, like, again, fun songs. Yeah. It wasn't quite, you know, Mamma Mia style where everyone is singing them right. all the time. But it would be in the background or, Back. like... I think Kate did karaoke once or twice, kind of towards the beginning when she was yeah. going to bars still, um, mm-hmm. singing those songs. And, like, I think Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go played one time to wake her up, yeah. and that was funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that made you just feel fun and peppy mm-hmm. and sweet. So. And I think in the beginning when she's singing in that church and choir, it's a George mm-hmm. Michael song. Like, he's written some more ballad-type songs. Like, Very fun. Well, you've stuff. heard from us, so we are now going to give you reviews straight mm-hmm. from Amazon. Mary, you ranked this movie higher, so please do the honors of reading us a five-star review. Okay. It says, we love it. <laughs> Reviewed in the United States on November 13, 2019. It's like a week after it came out. Yeah. Okay. 
light, funny, warm, and pleasant. Can't say that about the other currently running movies out there. We loved it and plan to see it every that again. It is a wonderful life, even with the rough stretches. We get that, and they do too. Earlier reviewers apparently are too above it all. And sadly will remain the pitiful Grinches that they are. <laughs> they probably turn up their noses at Christmas cookies and the sound of two adorable little children singing their carols. As we remember and laugh and tear up and just love every bit of it. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Grinches. Uh, so this is a two star review. Mm-hmm. All of the one star reviews were like really short. It was just like not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I found a little bit longer okay. one. And it says, not worth watching. And I love Paul Feig movies. Mm -hmm. Reviewed in the United States on March 10th, 2020. I love Paul Feig movies. Spy, The Heat, Bridesmaids, A Simple Favor. But this one has none of the wit or energy of his previous films. You don't wind up caring about any of the characters. And the only bright spot is when Emma Thompson appears. But that's not enough to save this movie. I didn't realize Paul Feig had done A Simple Favor. Because that's also Henry Golding. So that's how I knew about him. Wow. It's all connected. I just, I feel like I care about the characters. I totally. Uh, That's, that's what we got. Mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be a shorter one, but it's (laughs) kind of long. (laughs) Maybe we should watch all of these movies six months and then. And then do it. Yeah. Which one should we do in six (laughs) months? Let's go. Let's go. Let's think about it. Uh, Mary, any other thoughts? Um, I think we didn't feelings? sing Last Christmas enough. <gasps> wow! I don't think we did at all, right? I don't think so. I thought it a lot in my head. <laughs> but when we saw this movie afterwards, mm-hmm. we would just, like, look at each other and be like, what part of the song yeah. am I singing right now? <laughs> and usually we were right. It was really weird. Because the next morning we went to breakfast and had pancakes. Uh-huh. And I just remember looking at you and you'd be like, last <laughs> It gets stuck in your head, and it's super fun. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So, well, thanks so much for listening for this mini uh, Christmas in June yes. <laughs> episode. <laughs> Who doesn't love Christmas in June? Uh, if you want to email us, if you like what we're doing, if you have some comments or thoughts of how we could uh, mm-hmm. make this more pleasurable for your listening ears. Or if there's an Emma Thompson movie that you really want yeah. us to review suggest it please yes um so you can email us at all my movies podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or you can tweet at us at all my movies show and we're also on facebook nice mm-hmm. so now we're gonna leave you with this tagline straight from the movie poster sometimes you gotta have faith you gotta have faith the faith the faith the Yay! Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show. <laughs>